0: People can tell me to stop. Lower the lights down. My time. None of you people can tell me to stop.
1: What's up, everybody? Thank you for listening to Next Gen Radio. This is a talk show where we bring you the fun facts about fitness, health, diet, and exercise. This is episode number 96, and I am your host, Mike Ercolano, and I'm here with my co-host kelly kraus hello uh welcome back kelly uh we have to apologize for missing the show last week uh, kelly yeah. was sick uh, with the vid uh,
0: yeah uh, how are you feeling better oh, much, much better, better yes. yeah and i'd like to say it was much better this time than it was last year okay good. so that's good news good that is good news
1: mm-hmm. um yeah that was uh and it came on uh, you were just talking about because we were at a wedding uh, a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um and a lot of people uh at the Bride and the bride and groom are both members here, and the bride told me last night that like thirty people got COVID from from the wedding. <laughs> super um, spreader, yeah, 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 super spreader. Uh, but um, but yeah, so I'm glad you're feeling better. You, oh, you were telling me about it. I, I think it was uh, Tuesday, right? Is that when you first started getting sick on the way home from here?
0: Yeah, you told me that Victoria didn't feel good. Yeah, my fiance and then was sick. Yeah, literally, as I was driving home, I just felt myself crashing. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, because I'd just been with you and I was fine, right? And I just felt myself crashing. And then I woke up Thursday feeling a little junky. So that was Wednesday. I woke up feeling junky Thursday, kind of powered through it with some day mm-hmm. And then I had an appointment Thursday night and I was so happy they canceled because I just, I was just, I was out. Right. I was out.
1: Right. Well, well um, couple days. Well, it's good to be back in here with the NC again. Oh, feels good um, to be back. Jim's not the same without you. Oh, that's nice. Um, so anyway, uh, you, um, yeah, you, you said you had a better "quote unquote" experience this time yes. around. Yes. Uh Do you think uh, it's from your experience, like you knew how to handle it better, or no. did your body just no. just react better?
0: I think my body reacted better. I think the, probably the strain was. But last year I got it was during Christmas when mm-hmm. kind a lot of people got hit. Um, and nothing helped. Nothing helped my head. I had a headache last year. I was like deliriously tired, Mm -hmm. like literally laying on the couch. And this time, um, and it lasted a good 10 days where I felt like lethargic and tired and just could not kick it. This time it was about a good four days. Um, but like I told you before, the DayQuil really worked, which it didn't last year. It just kind of masked my symptoms, got rid of my headache and I could function. Right. Um, so I felt a very big difference between last time I had it and this time I had it. So weaker okay. strain, my body's more tolerant. I don't really mm-hmm. know, um, but I, and the weird thing is, nobody like Jimmy didn't get it, and I think you have a superpower against it. I really do because you've been around a pretty good the two times that it's been around and you like you don't get touched
1: mm-hmm. yeah no I, I don't know i just i think my willpower is stronger than oh, it okay i don't, here I don't we believe go. i don't believe in it well i believe in it as a virus but i don't believe in it that's gonna that's gonna get me no you know i think to a certain extent you you can uh, uh have uh you can manifest uh, your health uh and there's actually some people who believe that you you know your like diseases and shit's all in your head you know uh, there, there's some people believe it, but like controlling your energy and stuff like I don't know I, I just think that uh but
0: well, people ask me how I'm feeling I could be like oh I feel like shit right I could say sure. that or I'm feeling really hard or I can say I'm I feel like I'm coming out of it right mm-hmm. so you're putting a positive spin on it so in your mind you're not like oh I'm dying you know what I mean like I'm always waiting for that right. second where I feel better so I can focus on that and be like, all right, I'm much better than I was yesterday kind of thing. So right. there's there's that, but there's also being sex well, being sick. Oh,
1: yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, and, but I, I also think a lot goes into uh, you know, your body's, uh, defense against being sick. Like I think stress, uh, outs, yeah. you know, you know, you've had some personal stress going, I'm not saying I'm blaming personal stress mm-hmm, on uh, getting mm-hmm. sick, but like yeah, it, we it makes you more weak. Yeah. Sure. Right. You have stress sure. at work going on or whatever. Um, you know, so again, I, I don't, I'm not saying that like, you know, I'm some like superhuman superpower that like fights off all diseases, but I, I do think that I put myself, I work really hard to put myself in the mindset, um, where I'm in a positive, mindset Mm -hmm. where I do believe that um, I'm not gonna get sick like I do believe that I'm like I don't protect myself from anything at all like uh, you know Vicky was sick you know she had COVID like you know I kissed her every day like she was always like are you sure you want me to meet yeah. like i'm like i don't care like, i got i'm not worried about it Like yeah. i really i'm not worried about it and i could just be lucky i don't mm-hmm. know who knows who knows but um it's working for me so far right. so well, um kudos to you yeah until the next thing comes out and <laughs> you know it, it it kills all all of us non-believers you know again not that i don't believe in anyway um so speaking of which uh you know the uh, uh entire you know I guess, uh, financial ecosystem of this country is largely focused around our pharmaceutical industry. And uh, if you've uh, been paying attention, I don't know if you have because you've been laid up and sick, but um, they've just came out with some new guidelines for uh, obese children. Now, we know obesity is an issue in our country for both adults and for children. Mm -hmm. Um, It's getting worse and worse, and I think we're like one of the worst countries um, in the world with uh, obesity for kids now um, this new guidelines came out. Uh, let me pull up the the source from this person um but the the guidelines came out saying that kids as young as twelve uh who are obese should be uh, prescribed either drugs or have uh weight loss surgery to to stop it or to prevent it or to help it. I should say uh, so this woman dr. Iomi Anelli. I completely get that wrong, That's even though I tried good. to That's try be- <laughs> beforehand. Um, God bless you. Yeah, th- yeah, thanks. Uh, she's the uh, let's see. She's a co-author of the first guidance on childhood obesity uh, in 15 years from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Uh, she said, "What we see is a continuation of weight gain and the likelihood that they'll have obesity in adulthood." Okay. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. If, uh-huh. if you're if you're obese and- as a kid and you don't you know, treat it, I guess, you're you're gonna be obese an adult, sure, great. Um, Blah, 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 moving forward. uh, Let's see, in general, doctors should offer adolescents 12 and older who have obesity access to appropriate drugs and teens 13 and older with severe obesity referrals for weight loss surgery.
0: That is absolutely astounding.
1: Yeah, I I think this is, uh, I mean.
0: I mean, can we just say for a second that kids who are 12, are like just at the beginning of puberty.
1: Yeah, but you want to put them on drugs.
0: Like there is so much wrong with this. It's just outstanding Mm -hmm. that this is actually written by a doctor in headlines of the news and that you know there are people out there saying... You know you're right right i should put my 12 year old there's gonna be a lot yeah and i mean how many parents i've talked to in here and it's kind of probably because i lived through it but um you know their son's getting chunky right oh Mm -hmm. he doesn't work and yes okay kids today they're very lazy the majority of them are i'll I'll give you that but that puberty thing is huge Mm -hmm. like my son ate like a like a pig right and he, but he just wasn't growing. Right. He just wasn't growing. And then all of a sudden, when he hit his growth spurt, he like leaned out and toned up and all that kind of stuff. And I remember having a very heated discussion with his doctor when she told me that I should be concerned because of his BMI. Mm-hmm. And I was like... He, like, he was 12 years old. He's starting puberty. Right. You just told me how much he didn't grow in a year. Right, right. How could you? And now, and, and by the way, if that, was a tw- if that was any other kid or a 12-year-old girl in there and you called her obese, do you know the damage you just did to this kid Absolutely. who's just starting out? Like that is that is so wrong right. in so many ways, and when and especially when we left there, I told him, I'm like, that you are not obese. Mm-hmm. I said, this is what's going on with your body. Yes, could you make better choices? Sure, right. But and this is no excuse for you to, you know, uh, lack on nutrition. However, the way she approached this was completely wrong. Right. I was well, so pissed. I
1: mean, the the standards uh, that, or at least the standards that are are set through, um, maybe these uh, antiquated methods like bmi or yeah. whatever should yeah. be should definitely be evaluated, or reevaluated but that's but, all they know um, that's all they know right it's well i mean even number. even this right here bmi it yeah. talks about bmi kids who reach or exceed that level 100 120 percent, are considered to have severe obesity um according to bmi which yeah of, of course um but uh it just the my my issue my big issue like you well number one like you said is that these kids are 12 13 their bodies are just starting to change and you want to put them on drugs and have surgery um you know like I I remember personally I went through it had to have been right around that time a crazy growth spurt myself and I think I like grew all in one shot because I was like this size when I was like 13 so I was way bigger than everybody else at that age but before that I was like a little chunky unathletic you know a little round kid that mm-hmm. like wasn't running really, and, and as soon as i hit puberty like things changed seemed like overnight yeah um you know so the the fact that you know they would potentially treat they would have treated me at that time mm-hmm. with drugs uh and, and uh who knows what that would have done to your body right like um that's a huge issue to start with this um but secondly their reasoning behind it uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to read you a quote from one of the other doctors who, uh, who authored this. Um, she said, quote, a, uh, the view of obesity is quote, a personal problem, um, maybe a failure of the personal person's diligence, meaning, um, that isn't, I'm sorry, that was an inaccurate view, um, of obesity. So that she's saying that needs to change. So basically what she's saying is that, um, obesity is not a personal problem it is a genetic problem mm-hmm. it's not a lifestyle problem you know she's saying that people and, and yes I of course there are people who are born with genetic issues mm-hmm. um, that have you know weight issues uh, That that is absolutely true um, I could I don't know the numbers but I could probably guarantee you that like a large majority of people who are obese don't have genetic issues that are causing them to be obese they have lifestyle issues that are causing them to be obese.
0: Well, yeah. Um, and wouldn't you address that? Even as a doctor and the mom comes in and she weighs 300 pounds and you got the chunky kid, wouldn't you first address the lifestyle issues before you would even put the thought in their head that it could be genetics?
1: You would think. Because that's an out. You would think. But in, in the in the, the society, the world, the culture that we live in, uh, there. I mean, we could go two different directions with this. Uh, the society wants the easy way out right we yeah. want the easy way we want the easy answer we want we want the pill we want you know you want your kid to not be the fat kid but you want to keep making them happy by giving them uh you know oreos every night because mm-hmm. they like it you know like right. i want to have have them have it all right they want to yeah but life doesn't work that way you have to actually you work know, for something work for your your health you have to work for uh, everything you know so uh, that's one issue. The other side of it is I think this is a, a systematic issue uh, in our healthcare care system um, because basically in my uh, non-medical professional opinion, uh, these people are just getting kids hooked on drugs at a younger age so that they have to continue to be in the pharmaceutical uh Uh, bankroll for the rest of their life you know and and that's we've seen that time and time again with with uh, drugs and addiction and uh you know the these they get these uh uh, i forgot the name of it i think it starts with an m like moxie mouth whatever they get them off of heroin and they get addicted to that and they can't Mm -hmm. they can't get off of that like and they're addicted to the rest Mm -hmm. of their (laughs) life you know so and and you know i'm not just like shitting on all of uh modern medication or like there are a lot of life-saving drugs that that people um take there are a lot of uh doctors who do the right thing um and, and who i do believe in medication in certain instances of course if we have the technology and we have the um the opportunity to give medication to dissolve something that will actually help and, and improve someone's life, great. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're using um, our modern technology and modern medication to um, get kids hooked on drugs and get them um, even more addicted to being in front of a screen, sitting in a chair, yeah. not doing anything, taking this pill so they don't get fat, um, and just relying on you know other people to uh, make their life easier... That that's uh, that seems to be the direction that at least some of the uh, people who are uh, creating these these policies or, or whatever you want or, or guidelines, I should say. Um, it seems like that's what their their bigger interest is in. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Um, you know, this is a, a, another quote uh, from this woman Hasenic, has has has
0: We'll call her
1: H. This is why I didn't, this is not the only reason why, but I didn't do well in like any of those like anatomy class or whatever. I can't say these fancy words, big words, <laughs> um, but this is her quote. This is not different than you have, um, than if you have asthma and now we have an inhaler for you, right? Like, so she's saying like,
0: that is so wrong. So,
1: an you know, obese kid is no different than a kid right, who has asthma, right? right? Like, uh, no, it's yes. Uh, uh. A person who has asthma does need an inhaler, and you know that saves their life. You know, like that's completely yeah. different than someone who uh, eats unhealthy, doesn't exercise. Um, before we got on the show, I was, I was googling, so I, I saw this study. I can't, I can't find it. Um, this research uh, about childhood obesity, where um, it, it researched uh, each state and the rate of childhood obesity in that state mm-hmm. uh, compared to the advice that the parents. Feel is important for their kids oh, and the states with the least amount of childhood obesity one of the most important things that the parents um tell their kids is to go play outside mm-hmm. and they don't get enough time outside mm-hmm. and they got to get outside more um and it was like a direct correlation and who knows i'm sure there's other factors like you could take any study and anything and, and compare things but um it's just you know i think we all know intuitively that it makes sense go out and have your kids work out more and yeah. eat a little healthier, yes. and they'll they won't be obese. Instead of making a crutch out of their their quote unquote disease, right? Because mm-hmm. it is a disease, but it's a self inflicted disease.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so, insane. And the fact that this is even like, are there any comments on this article? Like, this is bullcrap, or like, is there anything?
1: Uh, I mean, I first saw it on social media, and um, okay. there was a you know, of course, a ton of comments yeah. underneath it. Um, this article right now where I'm reading these quotes from is from uh, the Associated Press, the uh, AP News. So I, I'll put okay. this in our um, show notes. But uh, I first really saw it was like a screenshot from CBS News. Like it's all over all the major mm. news. It's not like it's just something that's like hidden, hidden somewhere. And, and yeah. Some like, yeah. You know, conspiracy theory news channel, you know, quote unquote. But um, this is like, you know, this is the guidelines that are being put out there by these uh Uh, these these doctors
0: it's just astounding it's like after all this from covid right Mm -hmm. after all what we what the world just went through with a sickness scare and you know how important it was to be healthy and have strong and healthy lungs that this is what where we're at here Mm -hmm. two years later Mm -hmm. suggesting that 12 year olds get drug you know have drugs um because they're overweight
1: right Yep, that it's it, we're in a worse position. You know, yeah, right. Worse we went position. like
0: seventeen steps backwards. It's almost like a, a time warp. I just mm-hmm. I, I don't even imagine who how you could per, how you could put this out there.
1: Uh, well, do you want me to, to put my tinfoil hat on and go down that route right now? Because because no. I do think that there's a bigger picture to it all. <laughs> well, but if, yeah, um, yeah, just uh, and, and I, I don't look. I don't want to. Just keep harping on, on these these doctors who, um, in my opinion, are, are doing the wrong thing. I don't I don't know these people. You know, maybe they do believe they're doing the right thing. Maybe their research or, or whatever is saying that this is their the right thing. I just think human nature wise, intuitive lives, knowing what we know, um, the extensive knowledge that we know now at this point about a healthy lifestyle versus not healthy lifestyle. Um, it's just. It just goes right on par with everything, like you said, over the past couple of years with the messages that were put out over the past couple of years, right? Right. So, like, this is right on par with that. Yes. So I do yes. I do believe this is, is how our society is going, and um, unfortunately, uh, you know, I, I put a thing up uh, in my Instagram. I, I I just share shit now. Like, I'm so over social media, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, like, reposted something from, like, the Washington Post, which, you know, as a lot of people who um, are... Uh, aware of all the different media sources the washington post uh leans very heavily to the left side and they're very um pro covid vaccine and very um pro like i don't want to say lockdown but extreme measures like mm-hmm. that um as opposed to let's just say fox news who's a complete opposite they're more right on on the right side mm-hmm. so the washington post uh put out an article that says uh, that said like uh new research shows that um uh, physical activity, even like a minimal amount uh, decreases significantly your chance of co- uh, symptoms from COVID or mm-hmm. something like that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously don't quote me on that, but I'm basically saying that like, you know, the more you work out or the better shape you're in, the less chance you're going to have uh, worse problems mm-hmm. from COVID, mm-hmm. you know, which is basically what we've been saying this whole time. Like, right. you know, yeah, yeah. look, you want to get the, the vax, all that stuff, do it, whatever. I don't care. Uh, I'm over that whole conversation at this point. Um, but, don't say that exercise isn't the most important factor in all right right like if if we've been saying that from the very beginning like you got to be healthy it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what it is like you have to be healthy you have to be healthy and we've been the whole time and called like extremists like fucking right-wing extremists like domestic terrorists because we don't believe in you know getting the vaccine for everybody whatever like we don't have to go back through all that again Mm -hmm. um Obviously, it's still an open wound for me because there's a lot of people who, you know, I, I see differently now because of the way they, they treated me and my views mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you and, you know, during that time. But uh, as usual, the, or as always, the truth does come out. Mm-hmm. The truth always comes mm-hmm. out. Um, and now this very left-leaning news source uh, is saying that basically go work out mm-hmm. and, you know, it'll decrease your chances of – interesting. Uh, being uh more harmed from COVID than you have. To
0: you know, be. I'd like to, to pull our members on this because one of the one of the successes that we celebrate here are when people come in here and tell us they're off medication, right? right. How many people come in on medication and say, I want to be off X, Y and Z. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm here. Um, and, and then when they do and they finally come in and they're all excited and they come in and tell us like we celebrate that because that's just amazing and that, that you can come off certain medications by improving your lifestyle. And Absolutely. now, and now here you're being told, okay, so that, that usually happens. You get put on medications like that for health reasons, probably 30s, 40s, right? Depending. Right. So now let's tell these people who got <laughs> later in life, got put on these medications for health, you know, for lifestyle reasons. Tell them that now they're putting kids 12 year old, as early as 12 years old on medication for obesity. Mm-hmm. I think it would drive them nuts mm-hmm. because you know how hard it is you have to work to get to that point. Yep. And and I'm sure a lot of people look back and say, How did I ever get to that point? You know? Sure. But whatever. And now we're talk we're taking a twelve year old kid mm-hmm. and saying, No, it's not your fault. It's not that you don't exercise. It's not that you eat Doritos. It's not that you don't pay any attention to your nutrition. It's genetics. Mm-hmm. Take this pill. Right. You yeah. gotta be kidding me. Right.
1: No, it has nothing to do with the fact that we still teach you the food pyramid in school, <laughs> you know, or it's up on the side in the lunchroom, right? Or like but it and that that's it's a much deeper problem in our in our society because the the problem the big to me the biggest problem with that is most people know better right most people know better you you would I would hope that most people know better right I would hope Annie's fourteen
0: now 16.
1: Si- oh, damn yeah. all right well Uncle Mike. If, yeah <laughs> oh, okay so Courtney's thirteen okay yes all right so if she was obese or overweight they would potentially suggest surgery for her. Like, could you imagine saying to your 13-year-old daughter, we're gonna, whatever, staple your stomach or whatever they're gonna, yeah. like, I look at her, she's a kid, like obviously she's a kid, but yeah. like she's a kid, like she's not anywhere, like I look at like 17, 18-year-olds, I'm like, God, like, you still have so much more to right. grow, like right. your body's right. not even close to being like done developing yet. Um and she's thirteen. Like I couldn't imagine cutting into her body to that. It's just sickening. Do it's something sickening to, to, to make a permanent change in the internals of her body because she was either given poor education or poor um, standards and and was you know obviously watching a. Uh, a couple, I, I mean, I don't want to blame the parents, but a lot of times it's the parents, right? Mm-hmm. You know, poor showing, poor uh, habits from the parents. Absolutely. You know, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and why don't
0: they look at what they're doing in their health programs? Like, let's talk about that. Well, What's probably because the, par- the, the
1: fact uh, the fact that uh, let's just forget about school because I mean i could say this because i don't have kids and I, I think that there's a lot of um things that need to change in the, in the education system i think the kids are um taught completely the wrong things uh from the get-go it's mm-hmm. all about uh just and for lack of a better term indoctrinating them into uh yes or no right or wrong memorize this mm-hmm. stay in line come when the bell rings go to the next one like yeah. like listen to like and yes there needs to be discipline but there's you know the fact that you come out of uh, school and you come out of college and you don't have any you know financial education unless mm-hmm. like you become like a finance major or whatever right, like right. the fact that like you know the the basic things in life you have to learn when you're done with your you know 18 years of schooling which is that's what all that, that's what it's supposed to do right? right that's it's supposed to set you up for success when you get you know become an adult but the the that that's a much bigger problem, and, and I don't know how, um, I mean, it, it does get solved by uh, examples through the home. Mm-hmm. right? Examples through mm-hmm. the home, uh, and I think the problem is uh, that 80% of, uh, it's a, I think it's this country, 80% of the co- I'm not sure if it's a country or um, the world or whatever, but 80% of people don't exercise regularly. and that, And I think that when you don't exercise regularly, your kids don't exercise regularly or they don't see it as part of your life. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. and then when they're obese and you know that you need to change your life for them to change their life, but there's this option to, you know, go have a pill for them so they don't have to be obese anymore, but you could still live the same lifestyle. It's, it's the lazy way out. Right. And, but that's, that's what a lot of these decisions are being made. Right. Like there's, there's a lot of, uh, you know not even paying attention to what's being taught in school right there's a lot of just kind of handed over and it's not my problem type of thing in yeah. terms of education like it starts with parenting it starts with the home it starts with you know taking uh, your own standards and and being disciplined towards them and not letting your actions control you right like not letting your your decisions control you you control your decisions Absolutely. you control what you eat you right. control exercise right. And when you control all that then you set that example for your kids to control all that
0: yeah and you know how many times do you have parents come in here saying i want to change for my kids i mean that's usually like number one a i want to be able to play with them and get on the floor with them or grandkids or whatever and b i don't want them to become what i've become like how many times do we hear that all the time it's like one of the top you know three reasons why people want to change and again if you're not doing that it's just setting the stage for a very, very weak mm-hmm. society. It's very scary.
1: Right. It's and, very scary. And I I don't want to go there, but um, I think it's it needs to, like we've always said, we need to start having more um, accountability about our own personal health and our own personal choices. Mm-hmm. Right? Like somebody's going to um, – Someone's going to go to this doctor or one of these doctors and completely trust them with this yeah. decision, right? Yeah. And you're supposed to, right? That's the point of mm-hmm. you're supposed to do that. Um, but I will also, uh, I would take personal responsibility of that. Like if I went to this doctor and they told me that was a solution, I would go to a different doctor, mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, mm-hmm. Like I, I wouldn't just go, out, like you have to. You have to have. It's not only about the not the knowledge of being a healthy person is everywhere. Like you don't. It's not hard to find right. figure that out now. Um, but it's actually applying that and uh, being your own advocate when it comes to it. So yeah, it's just it's just scary path. Uh, hopefully, more. I, I would hope that a lot of people see it like we do. You know, I would hope that a lot. Look, if there's somebody who the last ditch effort is to put them on medication, then sure. I don't know about doing that to a kid, mm-hmm. you know, but like, okay. Um, but it's got to be the last ditch effort. Like it's got to yeah. be and like, like yeah, if right. the kid's and like. they're severely convi- like, like. Right. Severely obese or it's affecting move. the rest of their organs Absolutely. and stuff like right. that. You know, like, right. and, and, and there, there's, I guess there's a time and place, but like. The, uh, even oh, this, nice. I guess this other woman, uh, Dr. Stephanie Byrne. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, I probably said it wrong though Anyway, uh, she's a pediatrician oh. at at Cedar Sinai Medical Center. That's what I was talking about. Okay. Um, she was quoted saying, "I would uh, I would want to see it be used as little um, on a little more. Oh, no, I would want to see it being used on a little more consistent basis, and I would have to have the patient come in more frequently to be monitored." Shocker. So you had a you want to see the medication being given more yeah. often, and you want the patient to come in more often so you can monitor right. them, so they could bill their insurance every time they come while they buy their medication. Yeah. Anyway, not saying that's her intent. That's just my that's opinion just what you read. of what I've read through that quote. Um, and then uh, she also said, I definitely think this is a, a realization that diet and exercise is not going to do it for a number of teens who are struggling with this, maybe the majority. So, she thinks that diet and exercise is not the solution for the majority of people, or the, the majority of teens who are obese.
0: I'm just completely shocked, utterly shocked by this article. Well, and and disgusted.
1: Yep. Uh, well, we you could find it anywhere. Uh, this, like I guess it is on the Associated Press. I saw it on CBS. Like, it's out there. So, um, if you want to go through and read it again, yeah, I may <laughs> just have to. I'll miss it, but it'll be in our show notes. Uh, but I mean, look the it's about personal responsibility, right? Yeah. And that's what it comes down to, personal responsibility. Teaching kids uh, that their, where they are in life is has 100% to do with their actions.
0: Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Sure. Whether uh, it be in school, whether it be on the football field. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony's talked about some um, issues he's had with his track team and, you know, assigning captains and, and certain people were upset that they weren't assigned captains. However, they took themselves out of the last race, they skipped the last practice, and now they're all mad they're not captains. Right. What, really? Right. You know, like, really? You have to work. That's a privilege. That's an honor. You work for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, you work for that. You but don't just get attitude. appointed that and then get pissed yeah. when you're not picked.
1: That's the attitude. Isn't it crazy? That's the entitlement.
0: This is what kids think they're entitled to. Right. You don't have to work for anything. It's weird. It's such a weird thing. I don't I don't
1: know. Where does it come from?
0: Well that's what I want to say. Is did my generation screw up? Is that where like is that where it went wrong? Like we you know, my parents didn't treat me your parents didn't treat you like that. No. But did my generation are we the ones who have created this type of mindset, this type of lifestyle? I don't know. I mean, we were all like latchkey kids, right? Most people had both parents working, came home to an empty house, and you know, you kind of you got yourself up, you made yourself breakfast, you you know, you ha- you made yourself a snack from school. You know, you're kind of looking for a ride. Your parents weren't leaving work early to drive you to your seven baseball practices, right? But it's just, it is such a flip. And I know, like a lot of know. my friends and I, we sit there and look at each other, like, is it so hard? Did we do this? I mean, our kids aren't like that, but they seem to be the abnormal ones
1: yeah i i, I, don't, I don't know I, we we need a, a society or sociological professor to come on and, and, Let's find and have one. that conversation because I, I don't i i don't know if there is an answer i i would i would say that there's a lot of it that has happened um from influences outside of the home which has you know led to everything like social media things that are taught in school um movies hollywood like there's a lot of things that go into um the development of just our culture in general as a society and um i think there's a a lot of factors that have intentionally got us to this point Mm. um both intentionally and and unintentionally and i don't know just keep doing our part to kids who come educating
0: everybody with our podcast and hopefully people will listen
1: as best as we can but we have uh you know a bunch of kids who come, who have come in here and, and have had uh some some big changes major just by successes. just by changing that one thing about their mindset of taking mm-hmm. uh, accountability yeah. right some uh, major exciting changes yeah well speaking of changes yes. uh, we have a uh, a new segment we want to start on the show and that's a member shout out mm-hmm. right we mm-hmm. might have a member shout out of the week yes. uh and this week uh We, uh, well, I'll throw it over to you. So, this week's member shout out is
0: Shauna Lezak. Ooh, Shauna. So, Shauna has been with us, I want to say, actually, probably close to four years. If not longer. If not longer. So, I think
1: they were over when we were at the other spot.
0: See, that's how I, I don't say judge people, but that's how Mm -hmm. I kind of put them where how long they've been here because covid screws up everything i I, kind of lose people um but i'm like what did they start in this gym or the last gym yeah and that's kind of so i
1: think they were over there i could be wrong i don't know all right let's say
0: four at least four years at least four um we'll go through that and she was you know she was a school teacher at the time so she was early morning and at seven out you know a little bit before eight because she had to get over to school um she has since retired which is exciting it's awesome um and well-deserved yeah absolutely um i don't know again i don't know how those teachers do it all those years Mm -hmm. but uh she did a great job and she's when you look at her she's like She is a quintessential teacher. You would want her teaching your kid. Mm -hmm. You know, like she has empathy, but she's strict. Right. She doesn't take any bullshit, but, you know, she's also going to be empathetic and understanding. So she's like, she's like the perfect teacher.
1: I think I would actually do well in her class. You
0: probably would. Because you know why? Because she would get you. She would understand. She'd be like, you know what? Mark, uh, Mark, (laughs) Mark, Mark over there. I'm not in your class. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Mike's. Mike's acting out because he's bored and right. he's, he needs to be challenged, right. which I think he's is what happened. He's way too you. smart to he's be here. He's way too smart. If I were your teachers, I would have had mm. you like um, writing essays and then like doing um, mm-hmm. discussions.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad I wasn't in your class. No, because I, <laughs> I really
0: think once you kind of, I don't know, we could go on about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, this. Yeah, no, no, you're right. This is about Sean and not you. Then,
1: right, correct, correct. But I just want to say, I didn't act out. I just didn't pay attention.
0: Okay. Well, you no, know, I didn't think you were a troublemaker. Right. I think you sat in the back of the room not doing anything.
1: Yeah, drawing dicks on the table. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> There's about Shauna. Let's talk about her.
0: All right. So back to Shauna. So yeah. she comes in with us and, um, you know, she's working out and she's not, in, in, she's not I don't want to say seeing results, but she's not seeing the results as quickly as she wants to see. So she mm-hmm. goes to her doctor who um, recommends her to a rheumatologist. And she goes there and gets her blood work done, and it turns out she has an autoimmune disease. Hmm. Um, so achy joints, um, you know, fatigued, and you know, having issues with weight loss. So um, the doctor suggests to her to come off of sugar and white flour. Now, okay. again, looking at Shauna and knowing Shauna, I don't think she was slamming like sodas every day. Right, I don't think right. she was this big sugar junkie. Um, but again, when you do start looking at labels, you do start realizing how there's hidden sugar mm-hmm. everywhere. Absolutely. So I, she started, you know, paying attention to her food labels. She started paying attention to what she was eating, um, cut back on the white, the white flour and the sugar. And here we are about two and a half years later, and she is 38 pounds lighter. That's awesome. 38 pounds lighter. Yeah. Um, you know, and she attributes that to a cleaning up her nutrition, but also continuing with her exercise here. She mm-hmm. has um, recently bumped up to four times a week with her husband. Um, so and she can just move better and she mm-hmm. doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. There's no great. inflammation and she looks amazing. She looks amazing. My favorite says when she wears her, you know, she's one of those people who likes those tank tops that have different sayings on them. Mm-hmm. Um, when she wears one where I have a picture of her three years ago in it and I, I have two of them of her before and afters in these shirts and it's like. Holy smokes!
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you you Holy did smokes. put one out a while ago, right? Of her, because when you put the most recent one out, yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's a new one. This is the second time that she's uh, she's on one of these. Yes, you yes, she did really well. She's been doing really well, and
0: she moves very well. And obviously, she's like she said, she's like, I feel like a whole new person. Right. You know, and that's just taking away the inflammation of what sugar does to you. Mm -hmm. Reading, you know, starting to pay attention to what's in the food you're eating. Mm -hmm. Um, And just making those little tweaks here and there. But 38 pounds. Wow. 38 pounds.
1: Wow. Good for her. Good for her. I mean, that... That it takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of consistency to get there. Yeah. Right. Like a lot of people could have a lot of people have results quickly and have or results early on. You know, it's easy to not easy, but it's easier to lose weight in the beginning. And then, you know, it, it's not easy to continue for years and years and yeah. years like she has, but that's what it takes. Right. That's what it takes. Oh, and being dedicated to it. Being dedicated and being dedicated to, being dedicated being dedicated to you your food. But
0: how easy could you have been and said, my joints hurt. Do you have anything?
1: Right. Well, yeah.
0: You know, give me, give me a drug for that or, 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 the, do- or, or, or the doctor could have done that,
1: you yeah. know, that doctor is a good, good, yes. good to suggest that first. Right. And then yeah. you go through all those. If that doesn't work, then maybe you go through the. Right. But like right. a lot of people, you know, probably would have just opted for, sure. for that option. This is,
0: you know, cleaning up nutrition is obviously the harder way to, to tackle this issue. Mm-hmm. But it, like in my mind, that's the first spot. And it's probably the right way. It's
1: probably the like that's getting to the, the, the solution, right. That's finding the, the problem, yeah. you know, the it's it's not just putting a band-aid on it yeah. right and so good for her um, yeah because that, that does take a lot to change your life to change your whole lifestyle around you yeah. know like you said I'm sure she wasn't a sugar junkie but there's a lot of things that flour white flour and mm-hmm. sugar mm-hmm. um that, that they're in so good for her and and Uh, I, I won't say her age, but she's not 20, right? This is, this is retired. she's She's retired, retired right? So, so it could happen at any age. You just have to, um, be patient and, and put the work in and
0: commit. Yeah. And just trust the process and you know, everything you do, you've got to give it a hundred percent. So if you're like, I'm going to clean up my nutrition, you got to own it and you got to do it and you got to stick with it through the right. thick and the thin and then you know and it does t- it does take time to see results it mm-hmm. just does and you've just got to give it that time
1: mm-hmm. absolutely so yeah
0: so that's that's our member of the week
1: yeah congrats shauna we're uh, we're very um very grateful to have you as a member and you're, very you're proud an of you person. very proud yeah you're mm-hmm. a lot
0: of fun to have in the gym we're very proud of your successes
1: yep absolutely um all right so anything uh, you want to wrap up on for this week no. I
0: think I, I really uh, you know I want to say I like this topic but mm-hmm. it infuriates me. I can't believe I know. it. I know.
1: I know, well, maybe we have to go a little bit deeper into like childhood obesity uh, again in the in the I future cuz um you know, we were just kind of touching on it and I, you know, just reading a couple quotes from these people, um, you know, there, there, there needs to be a lot more education out there about it. So, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can make that part of our initiative, uh, this year, to mm-hmm. uh, talk more about it. So, Absolutely. uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll jot that down. Or you jot that down. I'll make a mental note of it and I'll forget about it. Okay. later. Okay. So. Gotcha. You jot that down. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, okay. uh, I guess for, um, for this week, if you have nothing else to, to say, uh, I, yeah, oh I thought no, you are giving me the finger, just no. a pen. Um, I guess uh until uh until next week. We'll I guess. see
0: you at episode nine number ninety seven.
1: Ninety seven. We're getting closer to that centennial. We
0: are.
1: Oh yeah. Be well. <laughs> Bye.